Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. With me, as always, is Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? Couldn't be better, man. It's beautiful outside. It's a little chilly today, but it's uh, weather's nice right now. We're in the fall season, and uh, I love that. It's it's long sleeve T-shirt slash yes. hooded sweatshirt weather. <clears throat> Adam is a long sleeve T-shirt wearing son of a gun. I sure am. He's the weird guy that is out sweating. You know, while while all us ninety year old men are sweating on a basketball court in like a cut off T-shirt, he's not sweating at all. <laughs> playing harder than everybody in a long sleeve shirt it's ridiculous and that's not a lie that happens i've i've only played indoors with a long sleeve shirt like a couple times oh they must have both been with me yeah i think it was <laughs> this was real fun to make fun of you that's for sure <laughs> anyway uh so we got a we got a uh we got a little a, a, a small show today i don't want to say a small show just not a lot of stuff we're going over we uh we want to go over the bangles we're going to bring our um Bengals insider Andre Edwards at Andre Edwards 06. Is it 06? Mm-hmm. At Andre Edwards 06 on Twitter. Uh, LockedOnBangles.com uh, writer. And we wanted to bring him on, but I, I think we're going to wait until the bye week because there's really not a lot to talk about with the Bengals. They just suck. There's there's not a lot to talk about really like on field wise you know like x's and o's you're not talking about that because they're 0 and 6 and we're going to be talking about possible trades and what in next year in the draft and that kind of stuff unfortunately yeah so so today uh you know we got that we have the world series uh coming up here soon the the nationals locked up their spot in the world series with a sweep against the cardinals uh very surprised by that the nationals look really good right now uh, pitching has been phenomenal. Their hitting is fun. They're, they're doing it all. They look almost as good as as the Astros. And the Astros are the best team in baseball. There's a reason they 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 are the best team in baseball. Pitching it wins in the postseason. They're up two to one on the Yankees. And you know, give credit to the Yankees. They won over a hundred games as well. But man, they got to go up against the Astros. I don't yep. know. I don't see anybody beating the Astros. Uh, but we're not going to get too deep into that. We're going to wait till the World Series hits. We'll talk some more about that next week. Um, but this week, to start off, let's hear about some people that uh, support us. People that support us that we want to support back uh, include training personally. Training personally with Peggy Edwards. If you, uh, no matter your level of fitness, if you need a challenge, uh, you're ready to work out. It's easy to get lazy in the winter months when it gets cold and you stay inside and you eat. Uh, that's what I do. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> you got to get to a gym, an inside gym. It's yeah. too cold to go running outside and all that business. So you want to go to uh, 3634 Budno Avenue, training personally with Peggy Edwards. If you need that challenge, get in there. You get the Benefit of working out with a personal trainer, but you don't have to pay the cost, the enormous cost of a personal trainer. Uh, Training personally with Peggy Edwards will satisfy that need. It's interval training for all levels, whether you're a beginner, an intermediate, or an advanced uh, fitness person. Fitness Uh, person. Fitness person. Uh, but it's at your pace on your time. Now they're timed. It's timed round, so it's interval. It's it's circuit training. Um, but everything is it can be modified, and uh, you kind of work out kind of at your own at your own speed and at your own pace. And uh, 
Peggy Edwards will be right there with you to uh, guide you along and, and give you pointers and make sure you're eating right, uh, make sure you're, you're mentally and spiritually healthy as well as physically. Uh, so go in there right now. And Peggy Edwards will give you mention, actually mention this podcast, mention the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. Peggy Edwards will give you your first month of membership for free. That's pretty special. That, that is special. That's pretty special. You're saving a ton of money. Saving back. a ton of money. <clears throat> Personal trainer and, 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 and everything that she does, uh, one month on the house. On the house. That's, I mean, you can go there. She's only not open two days. So she's open five days a week. You can go there five days a week for a month and work out, get an incredible workout. You will, If you go there that often, you will transform yourself. She's not there on Sundays. Not there on Sundays, not there on Fridays. Not there on Fridays. But she's there in the morning and in the evening. So whether you need to get, get in there early before work, whether you want to go after work, whatever you want to do, she's going to be there. Check it out. Uh, also, we are about to do our NFL picks our, our locks of the week, and uh, this week, the locks of the week are brought to you by the Ohio Mosquito Control, ohio-mc.com. At Ohio Mosquito Control, they offer quality services to the Cincinnati area at reasonable prices. They are family-owned and operated, a professional mosquito control service. That's just a phone call away. Get a hold of them. They will customize your personal uh, your personal program to take care of your house, your backyard living uh Kill those mosquitoes. Get rid of them. Not kill, not kill the, not kill the good bugs. Kill the bad bugs, right? Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get rid of the mosquitoes. No more bites. They'll do a one-time spray. They'll do multiple sprays. They'll set you up. Uh, they'll, they'll do uh, commercial applications. All kinds of things. Check them out. Ohio-mc.com. They're phenomenal. My kids. No bites. Speaking of no bites, Adam, how did we do this week in our lock pick pickums? Whatever they are. I was three and zero last week. Last week you were three and zero. See the smile on your face. I am zero and three this week. Collectively, we did very poorly this week. Collectively, we're bad. That's good though. That means I got, I I, I keep keep my lead though. Uh, that's correct. Okay, that is correct. All right, let's hear it. How do we do? So I went one and one and two this week, and uh, you went zero and three. Big over, huh? Threw up, threw up a bagel. That's all right. So, but on the year that brings me to eight and ten, and you ten and eight. Oh, so even man, after an 0-3. It's getting close. Yeah, you still have a couple game lead, though. Whoever loses at the end of the year at this moment in time will have to eat, uh, what was it? We have to eat four? Or how many do we have to I eat? I think we said one. One? I thought we had to eat like <laughs> Maybe four. Maybe I'm just saying one because I'm losing. Saying one. Yeah, uh, of the stupid hot wings from a uh, local wing joint here on the west side of Cincinnati, Wild Mike's. So we will be... Uh, somebody's going to have to eat them. Right now, I'm up. Uh, I'm up a few game, couple games. That's it. It's close. We got a long season to go. And le- and let me add that last week we had our guest in the studio, Steve Snodgrass. Steve Snodgrass, how did he do? He went two and one. Two and one. Good work. He whooped us both. Good work. I th- we should for now on every time we have a guest on, we'll, we'll have, have them, them pick picks. and we'll see how they do for the year. So Steve is retiring with a six sixty seven winning percentage. Good work on him. Which is. Pretty darn good. Yeah, he made he made a little bit of money last week. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, uh, for this week, week seven, we've yeah. got. Uh, I'll let you. So I'll the way that we do this is is we go on to the um, we go so we so we record Wednesdays. The Nosebleed Sports Podcast comes to you live on Facebook every Wednesday at ten thirty uh, p.m. It's on all the other platform, all the other podcast platforms. Uh, first thing in the morning, Thursday morning, you can catch us everywhere else. 
Uh, so remember that when we're making these picks, these are Wednesday picks on the Wednesday spread. So the spreads could be a little off and we just jump on the ESPN app, take a look at what the spreads are and go from there in that. With that being said, uh, Adam, how we, what do you got this week? Okay. I've got, uh, first all, first off, Kansas city, uh, is a three point favorite in Denver. Okay. And I'm taking Kansas city. Taking Kansas City with those three points. They're going to win by more than three points. <laughs> uh, my, Miami, this was, a, this was kind of a crazy one. I'm not sure how I feel about this one, but I'm going to go for it. Uh, Miami is a 17-point underdog at Buffalo. Wow. 17's a huge spread, 17's right? 17's a big number. Buffalo 4-1, and one, been playing some good football. And Miami might be the only team worse than the Bengals. Uh, I mean that that will that's yet to be seen till the end of the year, but that'll be the with, Tua that'll yep. be the Tua Bowl, right? Yep. Um, so is it Tua or I mean is it is it I mean there's there's a there's a few quarterbacks out there. I mean Jalen Hurts is looking good. Uh, you got Tua, the kid from Clemson, obviously mm-hmm. uh, that may be the more pure passer. I don't know. I, Tua I think he's got. I think he's got another year though. I think he's got to come back next year. I want to say because I think he was a true freshman last year. I'm pretty sure. I right. might be I might be wrong about that. I thought you only, you had to play two years. You don't have to I thought three. you had to play three. No, I think you only got to play two years. Okay, in, in football. So Trevor Lawrence, I would Trevor I, Lawrence, I, thank I, you. I would say he's definitely one of the guys you got to take a look at. Uh, and and I'm definitely interested to hear because that we'll be asking in a couple of weeks. We will be asking Andre his opinion on that because the Bengals are going to be in that position yeah. to make a decision like that. Um, so, but but for now, Miami uh, is another defeated team we'll say not like that. not undefeated but all defeated i don't know yeah um 17 point underdog i'm taking them to lose by <laughs> less than 17 <laughs> i gotcha certainly not win but uh they'll, they'll cover that in buffalo i think um and then i'm taking green bay who was a four and a half point favorite at home versus oakland um, and I'm going to take them. I, I think I think Green Bay wins by at least a touchdown that game. So uh, I've got Kansas City, Miami, and Green Bay uh, with their uh, with their spreads there. And while you uh, fix our Facebook Live situation because Joe Leonard to the rescue again um, for us. It started. It started working out. I mean, it's it's looking good. All right. <clears throat> well. So it says it's on, so we'll keep it going there. But now I'm going to do my picks. So my my picks off for the, the week. Off the top uh, of your head. Let's take a look and see who's playing. This is my favorite part because I'm amazed that you can just do this as, as, while this is the first time you're looking at it. <laughs> so you're taking a Thursday game. Didn't you say you were taking yeah. Kansas City? Oh, big game yep. tomorrow. So that's a good one. Yep. Uh, let's see. So definitely not doing anything with the 0-6 versus 2-4 uh, Bengals versus uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. There's yeah. no chance I'm touching that. And my Atlanta Falcons have been killing me all year. They did yeah. it again last week. I'm taking the Los Angeles Rams <laughs> minus three in Atlanta. And if Atlanta covers this spread, I am going to completely – I will never take another game uh, in Georgia. I will never bet another game where there's a Georgia team playing. <laughs> okay. So all of Georgia teams have all to suffer. All of Georgia teams have to suffer because, because of Atlanta. Of Atlanta. So the Braves, the Georgia Bulldogs, Everybody. Georgia Tech, Yellow Everybody. Jackets. The, the 
Georgia, uh, Georgia's little sisters of the blind mm-hmm. are in trouble now. Mm-hmm. At least they're not getting. I'm not putting money on them. They're gonna win the NGBACC uh, uh, tournament. No, no, no. C C C B C B, uh, not C C C B. C B. Okay, okay. okay. Anyway, uh, so then we're gonna go on here to, you know what I think I'm gonna do? I think uh, I'm really liking the San Francisco Giants, nine and a half point favorite in Washington. Wait, I'm, I'm confused. T- Is it the San Francisco? Well, what did you what say? Did I say? The San Francisco Giants. <laughs> San Francisco Giants have now decided to start playing football. San Francisco um, football Giants? Yeah, the San Francisco football Giants. I'm going to take the San Francisco 49ers. I'm not taking them. I'm taking the Redskins plus nine and a half. That's my home dog for the week. Uh, I think I, I, I'd have no issues at all. I think San Francisco wins that game, obviously. Mm-hmm. But nine and a half, I'll take the points at home in uh, Washington. And then to end this thing, let's do um, – how about a battle of two and four teams? The Chargers versus the Titans. No, I don't like that. Instead, I'm going to go uh, with New Orleans in Chicago plus three. Uh, I'm going to take the Saints plus three in Chicago. I like it. I like it. You know I've been on the Saints. I know. This year. Uh, so there we go. Okay. So those are our locks of the week. Um, before I would say use us, bet bet everything I say because I was kicking butt. Now I'm. Just went 0-3, so probably not a good idea to, to do anything we say. <laughs> However, speaking of the NFL, speaking of the NFL, we got a lot of people, uh, a, a lot of a lot of issues with the referees this year. Officiating yeah. has definitely been the focal point, I would say, of the season, right? Yeah. Yep. They brought in the ability to challenge um, pass interference. And I still believe nobody understands exactly what they are or aren't challenging. Uh, if you, if you, if there's a pass interference call on the field, you might as well not throw the flag. Correct. There, there's no reason to because if there's any, just a single touch of any kind before the ball gets there, they're going to hold it up. They're going to hold that up. That's mm-hmm. what it seems like to me from what I've seen. Yes. However, the the throwing the flag for people that you believe were pass interfered with. Hasn't been going as great either. It's it's such a this is so the NFL is it just seems like for being the 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 biggest sports organization in the United States, it's almost like they have all this technology and they just don't use it correctly to me. Does that seem right? I mean, does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. It, because you're right. It, it doesn't make sense after the season. Um, but coaches are one in twenty in their last twenty-one attempts to uh, to challenge pass interference calls. There's like basically a mandate from the league that came down and said, "Don't overturn, yeah. don't overturn challenges for pass interference." Right. So it doesn't make sense that you're. I think you're what, using right. replay, but you're not using it. Right. So that because of the rule because of the rule it's hard to overturn something that was called on the field for pass interference there's obviously some touching there's some contact before the ball gets there that they put that rule into place this year obviously because of what happened to the Saints last year where the guy was obviously there was pass interference and there was no flag i think that is where they wanted to emphasize this part of the rule and now you got people running down field and just throwing flags and people and it's not working so Here's my thing. This is what this. Tell me what you think about this, because in tennis, you know, you never hear people arguing in tennis because it's like this weird robot cartoon 
that comes on and tells you where the ball's at, and it's like, okay, well, <laughs> in or out, ball's in or out, it is what it is. Uh -huh. We watch the cartoon screen. I don't know how they have a cartoon thing that works like that, but it does, <laughs> and people are okay with it. So they have the technology to show exactly if it's on the line, boom, it's, it's in. If it's not, it's not. Mm -hmm. Baseball's got a guy in New York. The people on the field have nothing to do with the call. They right. got a guy in New York that just comes, calls him and goes, nope, you got it wrong. Yep, you got it right. You're good to go. They got the sky cam. They got all this stuff in the NFL, and it takes them forever to look at these challenges. Now, I know they got to look for spot of the ball and, all, and time on the clock and all that stuff that nobody else has to do, but it just seems like this should be something. If they've got these people in the NFL front office somewhere watching these games or other officials in a booth somewhere just like Major League Baseball does, call them up, boom, put the ball on this yard line. It's this much time's left, and – got the call right or wrong is what it is. Mm -hmm. I don't understand why, and why it's that difficult. They've got cameras literally everywhere. Why is this so difficult? I don't know. And that's where they, you know, they did talk about before the season started, uh, the competition committee was talking about the possible sky judge that they call it, yeah. where uh, basically a referee that's in the press box that can see everything and has access to the, to replay constantly throughout the game um, uh, about using something like that and which basically would be kind of basically the same thing as like Bay, like you said baseball uses right. you know somebody's whether they're in New York or at the game actually in the press box yeah. um, but you are that is still one person that is making that call or whatever and that's the that's the problem is it's it depends on how each person interprets the rule in some cases. Like there are well, really there obvious ones, okay, and that's what this that's what this was supposed to be about. That's what that's why they implemented this this uh, new rule that you could challenge pass interference calls because of the NFC Championship game last year, um, and, and that is why the ones that are really obvious. That's what it's supposed to help with. Exactly. But it, it it I feel like it can always open Pandora's box where it's it you, you can always say. You know, a, a team that that is being uh, that that is losing uh, the opportunity to to make a play or whatever because of a pass interference that's not being called or whatever is always going to say that was an obvious one, right? right? I, same in basketball. That's an obvious foul. How did you not call that? Well, it's only obvious to you because it happened to you. Exactly. Everybody else has their own interpretation, right? So I think that's part of the problem too, and that's honestly that's part of the problem with officiating in every sport. Is there are different interpretations of the rules depending on who who is looking at it, who it happens to, who commits the foul, who doesn't, who commits the pass interference, who does the you know hands to the face or whatever the big call from this weekend. Um, it really it, rule interpretation is so tough, makes it tough because. Everybody interprets the rules, and that's why I think that's why I think everybody gets away with traveling now because because players got smart enough right. and, and you know manipulated how the rule is read and and you know basically gave themselves an extra step or two and said yeah but if you if you read the rule this way it that says, means technically sure. I have the gather and then two step you know so. Uh, there is, I think, interpretation is is a big part of it, uh, and, and the, I don't know how you f fix it really. I, I don't know. I don't know either. It, but the the other the other thing to this officiating problem isn't just the fact that calls being overturned and things like that. 
I was watching the Jets uh, Dallas game. Okay, the end of that game, uh, the Jets are. I'm sorry, Dallas was driving to to score at the end of the game. Okay, they're down by eight, coming down, end of the game, and the Jets who were winning, and it's uh, that's already a miracle in itself. Right. It was like five straight plays under two minutes left on the clock. Five straight defensive penalties. Mm-hmm. Come, come on. Some of them are like, what? Well, I, I, you barely even know what there was pass interference calls, and you can't, like I said, you can't challenge one of those. You know that you can't challenge it, but they were, oh boy, we should have never been called. Lots of different things, hands to the face, all that stuff. Dallas ends up coming down and scoring because there's five penalties in a row. Mm-hmm. They're like 45 yards and penalties in two minutes. In less than two minutes. And they score. Now, they didn't hit the two-point conversion. However, that could have... I mean, that very well could have lost the game for the Jets. And it's happening all over the place. Almost every kickoff, there's a flag. There's flag... It's, it's like they, they just... They can't let these guys play. These guys are so big and strong and athletic. And the finesse... I, you just got to let them play at some point in time, right? Well, I don't know. Because... And, and that's what I've been hearing from people is... There are too many calls. There are too many calls now, and it's making the game tough to watch. And I get that, but at the same time, to me, if violations are being made, it's up to the players. The officials are supposed to be maintaining the rules, are supposed to be making calls to make sure everybody's playing within the rules. And if it ends up being that you have 45 yards and penalties in two minutes at the end of the game – I think it's up to coaches and players to to kind of look in the mirror and pull the thumb here and say, okay, this is a discipline issue. This is something that we need. To... Now, you can go back and, you know, if there was a call made and it's something you can challenge, go ahead and challenge it. Unfortunately, pass interference, there's a weird thing going on like we just talked about where you're, if you challenge pass interference, you're probably not going to get it overturned. Right. But, um, you know, but I think there's a th- – I think – it's really up to players and coaches to say, you know what, we have to adjust. They're calling, they're calling the game so that everybody plays within the rules. Technically, if they make the correct calls, which I know is a problem, but um, it's it's up to us to adjust to that. I mean, everybody's always looking, always looking for a little advantage, so always easy. looking to how much they can stretch the rule yeah. to to get an advantage. And I understand that, but. Um, that's what, you know, there has to be lines drawn and that's why you have officials on the field in every so sport. You're, so you're all for calling holding on every play. If somebody's holding, if, if the referee sees holding, he should call it every play. Be, and then because you're supposed to be able to play and be good without holding, that's your job. That, that the same thing with that. You're supposed to, you're not a good defender if you don't stop if you don't stop your player without fouling them, you can't foul them. You didn't get a stop. You fouled them. Right. You know. So, sure. it, yeah. And I, I just think it's really up to. It's just for so when when something has gone this long, this long with with allowing people to get away with certain things or letting the rules slowly, slowly, uh, uh, what did you call it? Expand into this and expand into that and stretch, stretch rules, slowly stretch the rules in different ways. How do you, you, so you all of a sudden you just start throwing flags on every play. I mean, I feel like there's gotta be a little bit of a, 
you know, let's let's bring it back slowly kind of a thing, right? Not, not okay, cold turkey, boom, now all of a sudden I'm throwing. Literally, the first drive of, uh, I can't remember which game it was, it was the first game of the, on, on, um, on Channel 12, they were, it was like the first drive, whatever game that was, there was four penalties, the first four plays had a flag. Come on, come on. This well, that's ridiculous. Are you saying come on to the officials, or are you saying come on to the guys that committed those penalties? I'd have to go back and look at the penalty you know? and see exactly what it was. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it, it, it's, uh, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. You're saying, well, hey, don't be a man at the refs. They're just doing their job, right? And it's and it's your job to, to play within the rules. Yeah. I mean, it is. You make it sound so simple. I, I, it's, it's very complicated. It really is. It's it is. very, very complicated. And I don't know that there's a more difficult job on the planet, at least in sports, than, than, the NFL if, than being if, any, if any sport. Yeah. Any sport, any professional sport, uh, uh, baseball, I'm sorry, basketball and football, without a doubt, Definitely. are the most difficult. Yes. The bang-bang play at first, uh, they teach you ways to listen for sounds to know how to, how to, how to judge that. So it's a little easier. That, that's probably the most difficult pl- call. Uh, in in baseball, and they teach you ways to to listen for for that. So, uh, probably not nearly as hard as being an official in a in an NBA or a um, NFL game. I don't know. It's it's it is something that is just dragging on, and it's becoming uh, it's like you said, it's taking away from the game. Mm-hmm. So you either let these guys start getting away with more stuff, or you go back to how it was, and you let them. You just let them play a little bit more. Maybe what, what incidental contacts and and you know uh, hands to the face and all that. Some of that is you know in holding. I mean, it literally both guys hold each other when they meet each other at the line. They're both six foot four, six foot five, four hundred pound men <laughs> coming at speeds that me and you can't even run at. And hit colliding with each other, trying to get past one another, and I mean, come on, that's bigger, faster, stronger makes makes rules bigger, faster, and harder to judge. <laughs> harder to judge. There's a lot of gray area and all that stuff, and there's a lot of yeah. That there's not there's a very blurry line for what is what is a hold and what is any kind of any penalty that you can imagine. It, it just it, it it is very difficult to call. And very difficult to be consistent, and it's it's yeah. You either if you're going to be consistent, you got to call it all the time, or you got to never call it. And either way, you're going to be wrong, right? right? Exactly. So it's it's very it's really kind of unfair. But um, it's it's something that even Roger Goodell said uh, in the last day or two that you know they have a problem. He recognizes officiating is a problem. It's been bad, um, and I I was kind of. Uh, wondering if officiating isn't that much worse we're just talking about it a lot more because of social media and stuff everybody's complaining about it all the time now and everybody's seeing all these other complaints and, and kind of jumping on the jumping on the wagon there and like oh yeah yeah officiating is really bad so it's easy to kind of form a band and and say you know i'm with all these other people obviously everybody's complaining about it so there must be a problem yeah or is it really you know is it just that many more people talking about it or is it really really a problem so what's your opinion on that well i, I kind of thought that it's it's probably more uh, that you know, social media and just media in general um, are are just making a bigger deal about it. When people want to make a big deal about about something, it's mm-hmm. gonna be big news. Um, but the more I read about it, 
uh, the last couple of days and, and the more I saw on TV and on, uh, on the internet, it seems like just about everybody is agreeing that there is a, there is some kind of issue. So what, and so what, I don't know why it's, wor- well, I do know why it's worse. We just talked about why it's worse. Cause right. it's just harder. It's just hard to do that. And they constant every year they're changing the, they're changing and tweaking the rules. And that's part of the problem too. I mean, they're trying to do, when you trying do to, stuff like that, that much that it, it affects the way that these guys who are trying to call the game, there's no consistency year to year. Yeah. And, and that's a big problem. And, and that's, and they're making these changes to try to improve the, the, the product, right. Sure. And try to make right. it easier on these guys. But in, in changing it so much, it's actually making it harder in some cases. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It, it's uh, I don't have an answer about how to make it better or anything like that. Um, you know, they just have to really, really train like crazy and continue to try to make make the product better. It's it's just, you know, officiating and the game both together. Um, and, and I don't know. They just it's just something you got to keep working on, I guess. So that's your answer. Just got to keep working on Just it. Just got to keep trying to get better. Keep trying to get better. Uh, I heard another thing, another guy saying you see a lot of these older refs retiring and getting out, and there's a lot of new guys, and that could be a big issue too. You know, I think the newer guys should be the ones that have this thing down a little bit better. You don't have the old eyes. You don't have the old – the old, I say old eyes. I mean the eyes of watching the game from years and years of letting them play more. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's starting to get on my nerves. It makes well the Bengals alone make it hard to watch football, right? right? They make it hard for in Cincinnati to watch football. And then the other games you do watch, it's just a it's 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 like the guy just yellow flag after yellow flag, yellow laundry, whatever you want to call it. It's just flag after flag after flag. It's hard to watch. Maybe I'm maybe I'm disgruntled more because the Bengals are so bad, <laughs> but it's hard to watch. It is. It's it's it is hard to watch. Uh, that's why I don't watch a whole lot of NFL. What did anymore. I say the Bengals were going to go this year? What did uh, I say? Was it eleven and five? Eleven and five. So I, already... was, I think it was eleven and five. How do you feel about that so far? Officially, I am. Uh, I'm officially out of that, huh? Look, they could still go ten and six. One hundred percent. I agree with that. They could. Oh, and they probably will. They right? probably will. I mean, I'm not saying probably. Uh, they have one more loss. They're going to lose to the Patriots at the end of the year. I definitely have that. That's a loss at the end of the year. So um, they're going nine and seven then. But they will, yeah. But they will. You got, you got the Browns twice, and you got the Dolphins once. So that's three wins right there. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, uh, whoever they got in between, <laughs> the Bengals. Well, they, they, they have they Pittsburgh again, and they have Baltimore again, right? Yeah. Play um, play Pittsburgh in a fifth string quarterback. Yeah. Well. Okay. <laughs> they'll lose to him too. It's terrible. Adam, I got something I want to throw at you. Throw it at me. So, do you remember when we uh, – it's been a couple weeks ago, I think, and we were having one of the random conversations we usually have on the podcast, okay? Just a random conversation, started to talk. I think I started getting a, a little old man on the lawn uh, because um, I I, lo- I I like the chat snap, right? We've talked about this. Me and the chat snap have some fun. Like they, I like the rundown on there, the E, the rundown, the MTV tattoo thing. That's hilarious. Okay. Why would you let somebody tattoo something crazy on your body? Is never, ridiculous. Never seen that. Check it out. That's a good one. Uh, and and obviously Sports Center's on there, and Barstool Sports does really funny videos on their on their chat snap. So 
we talked about it and we said and i and i said i you know i got people on there that are friends i love seeing everything that you do i love it i'm good with that but if you're taking a video i don't want to see the entire the entire uh concert i don't care about the whole concert if i got to click 25 times i don't want to be i don't want to see that okay yeah and and i believe what what we came up with was when you're doing a video two snaps Two snaps long. That's the limit, right? Adam, you had a three snap blink. Uh, blink. You had a three blink? a three snap oh. chat snap on blink this weekend. Yes, you're right. I did. And, and uh, you know what I had to stare at for how long is that? Thirty seconds or whatever it is. I yeah. had to stare at lights on a building, lights being shined on the Red Stadium. So I so I went down there and I don't know if you could tell on Snapchat, but um, that was that was the only thing from the entire. I gotta be honest with you, it was it was definitely the coolest thing. We went <laughs> we went down we went down okay. and when you got three kids that are under you have a six year old and two three year olds in a stroller trying to push those kids, it it was horrible. We couldn't find anything that looked even remotely cool. It just looked like lights on buildings. And I'm not going to lie to you, did nothing for me. Did nothing for my kids either, which made it even worse. Mm-hmm. That one on the Red Stadium would have been cool, but I couldn't get to the Red Stadium because we parked underneath where the uh, the Freedom Center is. And <laughs> to get across that street over there, there was 6 billion people, and I would have lost a child. So I wasn't taking that chance. We Instead, we almost lost a child on Fountain Square where everyone was at everyone's on fountain square and that was like the worst light part uh, the worst show of any of them there you could hardly see what was on the building it, that thing that blink thing i mean yeah more power to them find stuff to get people downtown that's cool get people around each other i i i'm super stressed out and and, and anxious when there's huge crowds but <laughs> dude three 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 snaps you you did, it was three in a row three in a row I was gonna say something to you that day, but I said I'm I'm waiting till the podcast because uh, I need to know. Th- thank you for calling me out on that. I um, you're right. You're right. I I, I violated that. Uh, I violated that rule. It was a nosebleed and, sports podcast chat snap rule. Mm-hmm. And and you're re- and you reviewed it, and it's it's uh, it's been overturned. And and I. By overturned, I don't know what I mean by that because I can't delete it <laughs> now because it's already gone. <laughs> but you know what's funny is what's that? So I went down there. I I uh, I was thinking about it all week. Do I want to go down? Yeah, I kind of want to see it because a couple years ago I did not go down. But everybody posted stuff on Snapchat, on Instagram, on everything, and it looked pretty cool. It looked like it would be a, a really cool thing, and. Uh, I so I'm like okay I think I'm gonna go down I asked a couple people throughout the week hey what are you doing you want to go to this thing everybody had stuff going on and um, so you know Saturday came I'm like you know Saturday was gonna be the only day I could get down there so I'm like man do I want to go and uh, do I, I you know I might I might go down by myself it's I'm kind of trying to get used to the trying to make myself do stuff by myself you wow. know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay. And um, just just the thing I'm you, I'm, you just you just decided you're gonna be that that weird guy who just walks yeah, around downtown. I guess by it's kind of weird, and it's funny because I ran into some I people do it all the time. So <laughs> I ran into some people. Yeah, I think we talked about this like a yeah. year ago or maybe more. But um, 
but yeah, I'm, I'm trying to get a little bit more comfortable with that, trying to just make myself do things like that, but, um, just on my own. But so I did, I ran into like a, a, a bunch of people, um, a group of like five people that I knew and, you know, they were all down there together and they saw me and they were like, Oh, what do you, you're not down here by yourself, are you? Who are you meeting? <laughs> Who are you meeting down here? And I'm like, oh, boy, here that? we go. Uh, I'm like, oh, I just decided to come on down by myself and check it out. And, you know, just kind of a last-minute deal, And uh, even though I thought about it for a week. But anyway, <laughs> um, so anyway, you know, yeah, a little embarrassing, but that's okay. I actually enjoyed it. You know, sometimes I th- I feel like it, things like that can be more enjoyable by yourself because there's no and and you can, you have your own you're on your own time you're on your I'm own totally, time I, I agree you with that you do anything you want to do at any time like you you see whatever you want to see there's no yeah, that's your know. life it is my life and I'm kind of it's kind of the way I prefer it I don't know uh, but I don't within reason but anyway uh, there we could talk for hours about that but anyway. So, so what happened with these people that you met up? That, I, did I, you end up staying with them and hanging no, out with them the rest no, of the no, time? No, 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 This was an ex-girlfriend's family. <laughs> but uh, oh, That definitely didn't happen. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> no, I love those people, though. They're great people. Yeah. But I just uh, – and, and uh, it was great seeing them. But it was, you know, it was a little embarrassing and a little awkward. And then I'm so bad at thinking – when I see somebody out in public that I wasn't expecting to see, um, I, you know, I – freeze up and my mom my brain doesn't work and i'm then i'm like okay sound don't sound like an idiot or think of something good to say and all that kind of stuff and then i you know freak out so that anyway so that happened awesome. for about five that's minutes the opposite of me like when i randomly see somebody sporadically that i i get so excited <laughs> to go over and talk to that person like i'm holy cow who would have thought that we would have saw each other here? How awesome is that? No, I, I yeah. love that. I love that more, not more than anything. I probably say that too much, <laughs> but I love that. More. I probably saw maybe 12 people I knew down there. Yeah, there you go. And uh, But those were the only people I stopped and talked to, though. Because <laughs> uh, so, some of the other people I saw kind of from a distance, and there were so many people down there that you, know, you I wasn't going to. No, I didn't walk the other way, but I. <laughs> Uh, they walked the other way. I might have walked the other way maybe once or twice, but <laughs> no. Um, I, I, you know, I wasn't going to run to catch up to anybody or yell across the street or anything like that. But anyway, I, um, it, w- what's funny is you said that Blink was disappointing. Basically, I kind of thought the same thing and almost everybody I spoke to who went down said the same thing. Yeah. It's a cool concept. And I, I didn't, first of all, I didn't see everything cause I know cause I saw people post things on Snapchat and whatever that were, I was like, oh, it looks kind of cool. And I didn't see those things down there, <laughs> but, and I, I did see a couple of things that I thought were pretty neat. The the one in front of the Reds building, which is that one, this whole thing I'm came gonna up. I'm going to tell you right now, that was the coolest one that I saw. Of course, I didn't see much. So. It, yeah. And I agree. It was um, spread out too far. It was, it was, I mean, it's probably good for the amount of people that were there. Yeah. Yeah. But man, I, sure. I ain't got time to go around searching for some lights on a building. So the Roebling Bridge was like the big thing this year, you know. They mm-hmm. extended this thing across the bridge and into Covington. Good idea. Great. It was so crowded Saturday night. They closed down for at least part of the time. They closed down the the bridge. That bridge wasn't necessarily made for a lot of traffic. So, yeah. Yeah. It That's wasn't made really at all for foot traffic. No, no, it wasn't. <laughs> but there was a lot of foot traffic on it, and they, they, there were too many people on it. They closed it down because Saturday, Saturday, we uh, took pic- family pictures downtown, six o'clock. Great, perfect scheduling time. 
Uh, so anyway, they had, they had the bridge closed for, I don't know, just for a little bit of time. I don't know why it was closed, but we got pictures right like in the middle of the, of the Roebling bridge. It was pretty cool while it was closed. And then it closed again later that they opened it up right when we walked off cars are coming and then they closed it again later that night. Wow. Yeah. I, apparently there were like, I might mess this number up, but I think I heard maybe like four and a half million people down there over the weekend. Something how do they like that. know that? I I don't know. How do you? Because it was they, free. You didn't, how do they know? Yeah, you didn't. How do they know how many people were there? <laughs> There's I don't know. I mean that's an estimate, but I even if it was only four million or three point eight or something like that, been, it could have been. It's incredible. Two hundred thousand. They don't know. <laughs> yeah, there were two hundred thousand in the two hours I was down there. <laughs> You're probably <laughs> More right. More than that, actually. Yeah. But anyway, um, but there are people that went down all weekend too. Like, man, it's just just crazy. Yeah, I would like to do that seesaw thing. I kept seeing the seesaw. I did walk past the seesaw. Did you? Yeah. Man, I didn't get to see any of the stuff you saw. We we're on different ends of the world. I didn't go to Covington. Did you go to the other side of the bridge? I couldn't. That's where I, I went to the bridge. Oh, and you they went closed to go cross, right there. Closed. Yeah. Wow. Yep. So, uh, but I saw you know some stuff, but it was like. You know, like three or four blocks wide, I think, and then really from Finley Market to Covington. Yeah. So it was it was hard to see everything, and yeah. that's why I think why some people went down multiple times, and they actually suggested that they said you're not going to see everything in a couple hours or yeah. whatever. So well, even on Friday though, they didn't even have half of it working yet because oh, they really? were scared of the rain, so there were some things they didn't turn on. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. They like I said, cool concept couple things that look kind of neat but uh you know what do overall. do what they did a few couple years back get that go to music hall get the symphony out in front put the light show out there let people stand in front of music hall they know everybody's gonna know where it's at yeah it's right there i ain't got i don't have to walk seven thousand miles i'm a fat kid man i don't need that <laughs> i'm not trying to exercise right now you know what i mean i'm trying to put on a little baby fat for uh for winter time is that right yeah Okay. So not really, but you want to um, drink of my broccoli no. and kale smoothie? <laughs> broccoli and kale. Oh, so uh, chocolate chip cookie dough, uh, chocolate milk. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know I'm chocolate chip cookie dough, white milk. Okay, and I've had that because that's my that's my go to. That's my go to. How many times I've gone and gotten this? So many times they've made a mistake. They just don't oh, they listen. Just don't listen to you say chocolate milk. Yeah. I don't like chocolate milkshakes. I need a I need a vanilla milkshake whenever I have it. So. Mm. Yeah, chocolate chip cookie dough shake. By the way, Adam, <laughs> this is great. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Adam, Adam is uh, brought in today a United Dairy Farmers. Is it a malt or a shake today? It's a it's a broccoli and kale shake. Okay, so you got a you got a brought in the shake. I'm I'm proud of you. I could never get one that small. I never get one this small, but I had, no chance. I had, I scarfed down a big fast food dinner before I came over here. <laughs> so we just topped it off. <laughs> so I, gotta, I just like, I got to get a little uh, healthy here. Stop at the old UDF. I got to get healthy here. Let me get a small shake instead of my normal giant. I just knew if I was going to get a giant, I was going to be like this on the podcast. <laughs> he is uh, laying on his microphone, falling asleep. Uh, so that's a. Uh, yeah, I just I just noticed I just saw that looks good. Uh, anyway, um, I don't even, yeah. So 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 what did you, what kind of what do you got going on? You had you told me you had a little something you wanted to share with uh, the Nosebleed Sports Podcast family next week. Uh, next Tuesday, before we even come back on, yeah, the 
NBA season will have officially started. Oh. Because Tuesday is opening night. Next Tuesday That's is. That's right. Okay. So next week, next week we will most likely do some sort of season preview. We will talk NBA basketball. Uh, I we I may have a, a guest. Uh, I may have we may have a guest call in. Um, uh, an NBA, uh, an NBA guest call in to, to to the podcast and have a have a little conversation with him. We may do that. So, um, I'm I I don't have to tell you this, but my favorite season, my favorite season of any sport. Anybody NBA that basketball. listens to the podcast knows that. Right. Uh, so <laughs> that that starts in a week. Well, uh, a few days ago, I turn on my TV, hit the guide, check out what's on, start just scrolling through. I'm like, ah, you know what? Let's see what's on NBA TV. Scroll down to where it is. Hmm, I don't see it. That's weird. Hold on. Let me turn my TV off, turn it back on, turn you know, the, turn the set yeah, box. Yeah. Uh, unplug off, it, wait on. 10 seconds, plug yeah, it back yeah, yeah. in. You know, yeah, the old, the, the old, the old I, fixer. I, look, that's what IT everything. professionals make you do, so I might, I might as well <laughs> give it a shot. I uh, tried it a couple times, and over the course of a few days, I determined that NBA TV just is flat out no longer on my television. Okay. So I go ahead and call my provider. Yes. yes. I I would 100% give money to hear you on a conversation with your provider. This is how it went. Uh, hello. <laughs> hello. Hello, this is Cincinnati Bell. Uh, what's your problem? Except there there was an accent that I can't do. Yeah. But anyway, uh yeah, I uh, a few days ago I noticed that uh I, you know, I pay for the sports package. I pay a little extra for the sports package. It includes NBA TV. That's really the, the reason that I paid extra for that. Um, and I noticed a few days ago that I don't think that's available anymore. It doesn't look like it. Would, would, is that the case? Uh, hold on. Let me check this out. Five, ten minutes or whatever. I don't know. I don't know why it takes that long. Holy to know that. cow. Five or ten minutes. I, maybe it wasn't that long. Maybe it was five. But uh, comes back on. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, and then try, gives me some sort of explanation that really didn't say anything except, yeah, NBA TV is no longer available what? on Cincinnati Bell Optics. So I'm like, there was no warning. There was no letter. They don't give you any. There was no, <laughs> there was no uh, singing telegram. There was nothing about it. I didn't get a fax. They just took it off. They took off NBA TV. Really, the biggest. Did you cancel your subscription right away? I haven't yet. No, I almost did that, but um, he started immediately. Knew I was going to do that, yeah. so immediately starting telling me, "Oh, well, in sixty days, your original deal that you uh, signed on for is going to expire. So let's talk about uh, some deals that you can get going here. For, you sure. know, to to kind of extend that. Hmm. Actually. Well, My, well, the, I just told you the only reason I want this <laughs> is for NBA TV. Why do I want to extend this? The price that I was supposed to be signing up for originally was like 60 bucks ago, and that lasted <laughs> for like two months, pal. Okay? So I've been paying. And so he he says something like, Did you oh. say pal? I didn't say pal, no. That would have um, been awesome. No, because that would have been a sarcastic pal, and I would have not. I, I just have just way too much. With yep. I can't. I can't do that to people that do that job. But anyway, I, <laughs> I say he he goes on about something. Um, oh no, his big his big pitch was, oh, 
how do you how do you uh, how do you communicate with your family? I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't know. Phone, like the text or telephone call. And he's like, oh, okay. Well, um, if we if you if we add phone service to your service. Instead of paying one sixty, you'll only pay one forty a month. <laughs> Wait a sec. I pay like one thirty five right now. <laughs> or one forty maybe now or something like that. And so in two months you're saying my bill is gonna be hundred and sixty dollars. Or no, maybe you said one eighty and it's gonna be one sixty or something. I'm like, you're telling me you wanna give me a landline to use? <laughs> And it's only going to be $140 a month? I never. And I don't get NBA TV? (laughs) How could I possibly pass that deal up? I feel like I'm cheating you, sir. So I declined. (laughs) And uh, I I politely declined. And I said, you know, I think I just need to to get on the website and take a look at the options and take my time and see what I want to do from here on out. And uh, so my plans for Saturday are to uh, find which provider I want to go with next and call and cancel my subscription to uh, my service from Cincinnati Bell. Uh, I want to be on the phone call when you call to cancel your service. We'll do a three-way call. I'll give you a shout. I want to be on that so bad because he is going to do everything he can to make you not. And you're going to And he's almost going to get me. I know. I know he is. You're going to listen to everything. You're not going to cut him off and be like, nah, man, just let's just – you know, clean break. It was it was fun. It was fun while it lasted. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, it's, it's not, not you, you, it's me. Oh, <laughs> jinx. Uh, so, yeah, you know, just, you know, listen. It just, it is what it is. Let's just, you know, we'll, we'll just, we'll just call it quits. Cold turkey. It was fun. Adios. And you can't do that. You're not going to be able to do it. He's going to try to sell you on everything and you're going to listen to it all. You're going to, you're going to think about staying. Mm -hmm. No, you won't. No, because if NBA TV is not in there, that's one thing that will keep you. That's one thing that will keep you pretty stern. You're right. You'll still listen to everything he has to say. You're right about that as well. I, you, (laughs) that's so scary that you, that you know exactly how it's going to go down (laughs) because you're hundred percent right. I can I can hear the conversation. <laughs> I'm gonna have a dream about that conversation tonight. Oh, that's great! So I might I might, I might fire up the uh, the board that I have at home. There you go. And call oh, through there that, and record it. Record that bad boy. Record <laughs> it. We, we can make it. We'll make that a pot. We'll, we'll hey, put that on the podcast. They're clear about they're recording my phone call. Just let them know. I'll yeah. just let them know. Just let them know. Hey, hey just you know to, what? to be clear with you, I am recording this phone call as well. Say as well, just so they know. Yeah, for uh, quality, for quality for assurance. Quality assurance. <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of this phone call, if you could just hang on, we have a two-minute survey for you, if you don't mind. Press, pr- if you press press three now, and after the call, we will send you over to a survey line. <laughs> so that's my big. That was my big thing that has happened this week. Um, over the weekend, I realized it just seemed like NBA TV suddenly was not there. And it took me a few days to keep checking on it. Yep, it is not. Definitely not there. It is not there. And and he Palmer. told me that it is due to um, uh, a lack of viewership or something like that. Like Cincinnati Bell is dropping it. Oh, because, Cincinnati Bell's dropping it. Yes. Because, wow. Because it they wasn't are, one of those things where the MDA TV just wanted too much money for them to keep it on. Or no, that's like what that. I figured it was. But yeah. no. Apparently, it's not enough viewership. Maybe he was making that up because he didn't really know the reason. I don't know. But 
He was like, what is MTV? Or what is NBA? NBA, yeah. Nah, I mean, the whole world loves the NBA. China doesn't anymore, but the whole rest of the world does. Oh, we're not getting into that. <laughs> we're not uh, we had this conversation this, yesterday in the pre-show week. meeting, and we thought about it. And then we thought about F- not 52 doing minutes it. into the podcast. We cannot start talking about no, that. That's very true. Very true. All right. So speaking of 52 minutes into the podcast, I have one thing I want to say before we get to our comedy uh, segment of the of the podcast, which we are going to get into some Mike Birbiglia. I, I always feel like I'm going to I'm going to get hung up on that name, but it's always that comes out good. Uh, so we're going to get into that. But before that, you talked about I wrote something down while you're having your little spiel. <laughs> And it's my favorite thing in the world. When you call, when you call technical support, right? Let's say your your uh, what is it? Your your modem's not working, okay? And you call the IT support guy. Very first thing he says is, uh, "Can you okay? Go to the go to the plug, unplug it, wait ten seconds, and plug it back in, mm-hmm. right?" Do you think he actually thinks that's going to work, or or is that is this a ploy by these people to just finally pull up the account and like actually find out what they need to tell you to do because they need an extra 10, 15, 20 seconds to to get it all figured out? Has that ever worked? If it doesn't work now, and here's what I always tell him: I've already done that. I did that before you called because that's actually the only thing I know you're going to say to do. Mm-hmm. I've done it three times since yeah. you called since I called before I called you. Okay, well, can you do it with me on the phone? <laughs> Are you kidding? Sure, your magical voice. You know is what going I do to... now? You know what I do now? What's that? I say, done. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't. Yep. I, I didn't touch nothing. <laughs> yep, done. Did it. Still not working. Now let's get to the real stuff. Give me some real stuff to do to this thing. <laughs> Tell me a button to press. Let me let me let me do something else. My uh-huh. wire. Let me switch some wires around. Don't give me this. Unplug it. I am sick and tired of unplug it and plug it back in. You know what? Honestly, sometimes that works. Sometimes, sometimes unplugging and plugging back in works. I agree. I completely agree. However. When you've tried it, when and it I've doesn't. done it three times and I just told you I did it, don't tell me to do it with you on a phone. It reminds me of the scene in Tommy Boy when he's like, he tries to order some wings and she's like, the kitchen's closed. And he's like, mm, are you sure? And she's like, hold on, let me check. Yep, it's closed. <laughs> That's <laughs> like maybe my favorite scene in the movie. That woman should should have won an Oscar for that for that thirty five seconds she was in the movie. <laughs> anyway, oh, I love I love a good sarcastic a good sarcastic yeah. response. <laughs> I, absolutely, unless it's <laughs> I do like them when they're coming when they come at me too because I, I I can get a kick out of it. I realize, ooh, mm, yeah, I did just yeah, ask that. Was that a didn't stupid I? question. <laughs> that was really yeah. dumb. But I love a good sarcastic, uh, good sarcastic <laughs> remark. It's yeah. just <laughs> nothing beats it. So nothing did you did it. you feel like Mike Birbiglia? You th- you think he's like like a sarcasm? A uh, comedian. Uh, he's got this weird, like, dry, uh, I, I always going to call it dry, sarcastic. Yeah, I, sarcasm, I like that. He's definitely, he's definitely got a little sarcasm, I'd say, in his, in his stuff. So, can I, can I tell you something? You he can. Be, he beat up on that dude out in the, he beat up on that guy in the, in the audience pretty bad. And I feel <laughs> he like, should have. I feel like I was an idiot. <laughs> I feel like the guy in the audience just wanted him to know, like, they're just making fun of me because a girl beat me up. 
but he kept saying he kept saying <laughs> what he said and i i knew what that kid was trying to tell him <laughs> it just wasn't coming out of his mouth and then he looked down at him again <laughs> he said yeah but it was a girl <laughs> yeah he did he wanted to be funny about it and he had no idea how to do that no, and he, he came did. off terrible he, he wanted to explain to him to explain to mike Berbiglia that he had been got ma- he had been made fun of because he was beat up by a woman. But that's not what he said. That is not even close to what came out of his mouth either time he tried to tell the story. And the problem and is we still never found out why he got arrested for. That, that's the problem. <laughs> is Mike Perbiglia asked him the question, "Why did you get arrested?" And his answer for why he got arrested was. A woman cop arrested me yes. and put me in a headlock. Yes. That's not a reason for getting arrested at all. Oh, that was that was my favorite part of of the whole thing. That and when he read the when when he read the 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 transcript of the YouTube video uh, of whatever director that was. <laughs> Oh uh, man, that I, was good. I, I did. I I liked. I liked it. It was good. He brings things back around. He's. I've always liked that Mike uh, Mike Berbiglia. He's he's good. If you guys watched it, uh, definitely suggest it. It was it was yeah. a good. It was a good special. And it's a couple years old, but it was very good. It's called Thank God for Jokes. Yes, because he yes. did a lot of jokes about God and the church, going he to did. church and that yeah. kind of thing. He yeah. grew up Catholic, like we did. Yep. Um, and he that was one of my favorite parts was I think he said it was his brother, you know, growing up in church and we we had the same we went through the same services, but the Christ has died, Christ is risen, Christ will come again. Yeah. And his I think he said it was his brother made up Christ has lied, Christ is in prison, Christ will come at ten. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny, and he sings it just like the priest yeah. sings it or and whatever. Said, and then when he brings it back around, he said, Nothing no great song ever comes out of the church. Well, except for except for Tony, he had a good one or something like that, <laughs> yeah. talking about his brother. That was good. He that dude is he's good man he he, he he does a good job of bringing things around yeah yeah the callback yeah i love that yes. is that what it's called yeah I think in the so. comedy in the comedy world the callback mm-hmm. uh, i call it bringing it back around he brings the joke starts a joke gives it out and then continues the story and sometimes you can feel it coming mm-hmm. and you don't know how it's going to be delivered and i enjoy that cuz i know it's i know ooh, he's getting yeah. closer he's getting <laughs> closer how's it going to go and it always surprises me yeah 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 it's never how i think yeah. it's coming he get, because he's very good at choosing the right words and he's he does all the pauses and the oh, yeah. uh, the inflections in his voice and stuff like that he's he really has that timing stuff down where you know he he really uses it to to right. make his jokes funnier and he's really good at knowing when to like add an extra word to make it funny at the end or or to you know just do a just you know add like you know or or, or keep it simple or whatever like he just he knows he's very good at choosing the words right and i'm sure that's years of of or you know at least when he's writing these jokes it's going through like we talked last week you know you go to the to the clubs and kind of work this stuff out over time and then when you get to your special then you have it polished you know exactly what you're doing right um so he was really really good and yeah and i i i really really liked it a lot um i i I wouldn't put it up there with the top couple that we've seen i don't think but i certainly wouldn't put it near the bottom it was it was i put it it's better than average i mean i think it was better than average it was definitely it was it was up i mean i give it what are we doing what how we doing the laugh scale how (laughs) are we gonna do this man i need to start giving is it a ha is it a ha ha is it a ha 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 so it's a three so all i get is three no i don't know do we go five ha's or 
Oh, five, five, five L's. L O L. No, never oh. mind. That's like five losses. Never mind. I guess that doesn't sound good. Uh, okay, I'm good with five ha's. How many ha's? Uh, ha 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 ha. I I give it a. I give it. Three and a half haws. I was gonna say three and a half to four, but I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go with four haws. I liked it okay. a lot. I really I really enjoyed it. He it was ma- good. He made me laugh consistently. Okay. There, a lot of times I watch comedy specials and they're good. I like them, but I don't laugh out loud. Yeah. V- through much of it, I love when I actually just like start laughing hard. He made yeah. It. He made me laugh out loud, and you're right, especially if you're sitting there watching it by, watching it by yourself. You might not because laughter is kind of infectious. So, yep. it, you know, when you're around other people and other people are laughing, you tend to laugh more and laugh harder, yep. laugh louder. And when you're by yourself, it's not that you think it's less funny. It's just that you, you're, you're like, laughing oh, in your oh, head. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. So that's what I did. You know, I, I watched it by myself because I'm working on this thing now where I'm trying to do more things on my own. See, that's a callback. See that? Um, but <laughs> but anyway, the you could be a comedian. <laughs> uh, it was a callback to something that wasn't funny. So no, I, no, I couldn't. <laughs> I would uh, love to do that one time. <laughs> it was, uh, it was really funny. It was really funny. And Mike Probiglia is a guy that I, that I've liked for a long time. And I feel like it's been a long time since I've watched. Yeah. I mean, this came out in, I think 2017 17. or something like yeah. that. And I'm, I'm sure I, I, I either watched it or I started watching it and, and di- didn't get through it because there was a lot of stuff that I didn't, didn't remember. remember. Um, so before that, you know, it was a few years before that one, I think the last one he did. So it just felt like a long time and he was funnier than I even remembered. Right. So I was, I was pleasantly surprised or, you know, I was, I was happy to see that it was very entertaining. I went back and watched, they have YouTube video of him at the award show that they were talking about. Yeah. yeah. The Gotham awards. Yeah. The Gotham awards. He was the, he, he, what was, was he the. Was he just a presenting an award, or was he the I host? Think he was the MC. He was the I think host. He was the host. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and he talks all about that in 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 this special. And I went back and watched it. It is hilarious. He he is like it. There was some really awkward parts in that whole thing, and you could tell he's feeling awkward and like flies through the joke real quick, and then goes into something else. It's pretty funny. It was really funny. He was he was good with the improvisational stuff too, like with the guy. Um, you know that that did the. Oh, okay, we had some technical difficulties. I was gonna try to dial up the. Oh, uh, gotcha. The yeah, anyway. with the guy who was in the stands. With the guy who was in the stands, and even better with the people who came in late. Yeah, those people that came in late, and then and he, that part, was part of the joke. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. perfect. It was almost like he made them. He like told some people, "Hey, he told an usher, hold on to these, hold on <laughs> to some people for me, and send them in." After I've already started I need him to be in like the first yep. few rows, so I can yep. see him well. Exactly. Yeah. And he even went back later and like kept talking when, when he was talking about. We're talking about you. Yeah. <laughs> he was talking about late people and on time yep. people yeah. between he and his wife, and he was kept referring to like pointing to those people. <laughs> that, um, that was really funny too. That was good. He he he. The whole thing. I liked the whole thing. His his. He had a bunch of yoga stuff and kind of the beginning of it. That was really funny. I thought. Have you ever taken a yoga class? I do yoga all the time. Have you ever taken a yoga, gone to a yoga uh, class? Um, Not like watch a video on yoga in your house. Like I've done that. Right. But have you ever gone yeah, to I, a yoga class? I, okay, I should rephrase it. I watch yoga videos all the time. I don't actually do the yoga. <laughs> I just watch the video. <laughs> I'm watch joking. DDP? I'm, DDP's uh, yoga? 
TDP. Uh, that's I've heard that's good heard stuff. Good actually, stuff I've never too. done that one, but um, I do use YouTube and do just random yoga videos all the time. In fact, fixed my back the other day. It was awesome. Nice. Um, but uh, no, I don't think I've ever actually gone to a yoga class being taught by a yoga instructor in person. You ever heard of hot yoga? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yep. I Where it's a, like I a hundred something degrees. I attempted a hot yoga class as my very first class ever. How many times did you pass gas in there? I never passed gas one time, <laughs> but I almost passed out. <laughs> passed out. So my wife was was doing this with a friend of hers. Can I tell the story? Can I? Do we have time to tell of the story? Okay. So my wife was my wife was uh, going with a friend of hers, and I was in Columbus, Ohio. So I was staying out there the night that night. Didn't I wasn't going to be able to get back in time to? I kept telling everybody I could do hot yoga. I done. I did P ninety X yoga. I can do this yoga. It ain't nothing. And uh, so I surprised them and showed up in Clifton where they were at and I was standing there when they got out of their cars to come in and I was like I'm here in my work clothes the night before got hammered drunk <laughs> with with customers had little to no water all day long oh my God. not thinking I'm just like it's yoga how hard is this gonna be it's dude, stretching dude so first off we get in there right we walk up you know my luck right I put my towel down, not a towel. What's that thing? The mat down. Yeah, mat, yeah. And I'm hanging out there, you know. And the the person, I'm one of two men that took this class, and the other one was this like 106 pound weirdo that had like just a speedo on, and that was it. And he parked his mat directly in front of mine. Oh man, <laughs> it was so- that's something you would do to somebody else. <laughs> Why did somebody do that? It was karma, man. It was karma. That guy stood, came up and parked his little mat there, and I looked over at my wife because you can't talk. Heaven forbid you make a sound. We're in the like the fetal position or the baby position or something weird. I look over at her, and she is trying so hard not to laugh. And this dude is stretching before we start stretching. Holy cow! That dude was got to loosen into, up for yoga, man. He was getting into it, like. Man, I saw every nook and crevice of oh. his whole thing. Anyway, <laughs> that was funny, but that, but so I made it about fifteen minutes, and uh, and then I just laid down on my mat because I thought I was gonna die because I had no water in me at all, and it's literally ninety-seven or a hundred degrees in there. I ended up just getting up, walking out, got up, walked out, went into the shower, turned the shower on on cold. In my clothes in the studio, oh I was getting just. I dude, I was about to die. I thought I was gonna die. Wow! And just poured it all over me, and I sat there soaking wet. They were in there for another forty-five minutes. I was soaking wet from the shower, and there's a towel in there, so I just grabbed some random randos towel. Oh, gross! Just grab a random towel. Was that speedo dry. dude's towel? Yeah, well, I've already seen enough of it. Might as well. <laughs> he took a shower before yoga. Oh, too. Trust me, I had. I already had his smell on me from being where he was. So. Dry off with some random towel, walk out as they're coming out, and they're like, "Holy cow, you're sweating like crazy!" Still, I was like, "No, no, I just took a shower." They're like, you, "In your clothes?" I was like, "I almost died. I almost died in hot yoga. Hot yoga almost killed me." Interesting. Yeah, hot drink yoga wa- didn't almost First kill of, you. Drink, drink, drink water, drink water, and bring water with you. Yeah. I didn't know you were allowed to bring water to yoga. Sure. They got all kinds of crazy rules in those things. I started talking. I was talking the very beginning when we got there. We're walking in, 
I got a, I got my, my, my inside voice is an outside voice. We're walking <laughs> in like nothing started yet. She's got some goober, you know, music going on in the background. Mm-hmm. But it's ten minutes till the thing starts. It's gotta be. It's gotta be a. It's a. It's a serene environment. I'm gonna right. take a word. Take a serene. word out of your wife's book. I like that. When I walked in today, it's serene supposed to be serene in, in there. Yeah. I walk in, Peaceful. but it hasn't, the sereneness hasn't. Serenity hasn't started yet for another ten minutes. I walk in and I'm like, oh man, I can't wait for this. This is gonna be so much fun. Oh man. And this lady was like, whoa, excuse, sir, sir, sir. I'm gonna ask you to please. Not use any language while we are in the studio. And I'm like, what is going on? Whoa, I almost dropped a bad one there. <laughs> the heck is going on in here? I knew I was in a bad state. So anyway, I almost passed out doing hot yoga. Wow. I don't know where that came from, but never, yeah, I've never it was a couple years yoga. ago. I've not, I don't think don't. I really care to. Don't. I, I, no point. Yeah. No point. It's just yoga. In a real hot room. Really hot. <laughs> I think I'm, yeah. And you're going to end up with some rando weirdo with a speedo in front of you hmm. it wasn't a speedo they were like boxer briefs but that was still it i mean That's i'm not not weird. that was as far i was i exaggerated it in the speedo but still boxer briefs tighties or whatever they are anyway so mike Birbiglia. <laughs> so okay we established he's he had he's some great. great yoga comedy jokes up there he that. did he did he had a lot of good stuff in there and that's what you know what it, it was kind of refreshing because um you know, we did Nikki Glazer the week, uh, two weeks ago, right? right? And we talked about, you know, her whole entire set was about sex, right? That was, yeah. I went to, uh, and then the next week I was in LA and went to two comedy clubs, saw a bunch of comedians. So many, I mean, so many jokes. And I hate to, it's, about it's weird to say, but like all of the women comedians were kind of like that. Like it's, I don't know what it is, and I, maybe I'm just—I don't know. Maybe Got men were doing it too, it. and I wasn't and noticing you, it as much, or something. Yeah. I don't know. But like all of the female comedians talked about sex the entire time, and I'm like, "What's going on? Is this like a—I—I don't—I'm not sure movement. I understand here. What? <laughs> talk about something else. <laughs> so anyway, um, well, there's nothing else that men understand. That's true. They're probably playing down to our one hundred. I guarantee that's brains. what it is. I guarantee that's what it is. <laughs> but I want, I want, I want something. I want to change. You need that. substance. I want, I want you need something. Substance. I want. I just want something different. I'm just getting a little worn out with the whole. All right. So let's we'll, 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 let's get away from the women then. What are we going to do next? Well, no. I mean, not necessarily. I just I just felt like that's just like such a big thing right now, and it's just I don't know. I I, I was just saying that because it was refreshing to see because Mike Birbiglia did jokes on so many different things right and he the, the, that might have been part of the best part of it too is he's talking about you know being a catholic raised and all that he doesn't cuss in his in his uh in his comedy very often and then at the, at end, the end yeah anyway all right ripped him out yes uh okay so so let's forget about the whole it, it doesn't matter what topics we think these people are going to do but but so what we want to watch for this next week for you know to talk about next week um I don't know if you have any if you have any suggestions, but I know looking on Netflix, uh, there's a comedian named Dion Cole who just had one come out in the last yes. week. Um, he I, was. Let's, uh, let's do that one. You want to do that one? I would love that. Oh, that was easy. First off, I love Dion Cole. Number okay, one. Good. Number you two. Know who he is. I like number that. Number two. I watched it when it first came out because I like him that much. Oh, nice. And I'm just gonna go thumbs up to start it. It was pretty good. There was some slow, weird parts, but there there was he he had some really good ones too. See, I've I've seen. Um, 
I've seen clips. I've never seen like a full special of Dion Cole. I, I've seen several clips from him being in clubs and stuff like that. But he was uh, like one of the writers, one of the comedy writers on Conan for a few years. Yep. And so he would make appearances and do skits and stuff like that too. And that's where I, when I first found out about yeah. him. And I thought he was funny. And he was. He's done. He's been in some movies too. He's been in quite a few movies. And he was. Uh, he's the it. he's the new uh, Old Spice guy in the yeah, Old Spice exactly, commercials too. Exactly. He's the um, he's the he's the rip dude in the Old Spice commercials. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> so yeah, okay. He's jacked. It's called. Dion Cole, old boy's yeah, jacked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he, he kind of. I feel like when he was on Conan, like he's in Blackish you could too. See. He, he he. Oh yeah, he, yeah. He, he's got a recurring role in Blackish too. Okay. Um. So yeah. So okay. Dion Cole. It's called Cole Hearted. And uh, that's the one we'll do. That's I don't even have to go through the rest of this list. We'll keep. I, we'll I keep like these the, other I, ones around. just because I've already seen it. But unless you want, what were the other ones you got? Um. One that I honestly don't really want to watch, but I will because you mentioned it a couple of weeks ago. Um, Jeff Dunham. I don't think he's funny at all, but <laughs> I. But there's it's, something about that guy. It's man. been a long time. Yeah, I mean, it, there's something about him. He's really funny if you're in your 70s or uh, older. But I'm saying, I'm telling you, like that's how. <laughs> see, that's what I was telling you. Like that's the feel. That's the persona the old dude that this dude gets. But. I'm, I'll come out of the closet, man. I like him. I come man. out of the closet. Know. I'm a Jeff Dunham. Clo- I'm I'm coming out of the Jeff Dunham closet. <laughs> you did, you did, and I appreciate it. And that's why I, you know, I got I, no problem. Hey, I, I'm comfortable I wanna, with my with my comediality. I wanna, I wanna. <laughs> we all have our own. It's <laughs> it's comediality, comediality. Um. Anyway, I I haven't really ever liked the guy, but I'm will. He has a new special. I'm willing to to give it a shot. Uh, if you want to do that at some point, there's another. Uh, Mo Gilligan is another newer guy that That's I. That's all over Netflix, man. They're yeah, pumping yeah. that like crazy. He's the British guy, right? Is he British? I don't even yeah. know. I've just yeah. I've seen it the last couple of weeks or whatever, and I I haven't watched it yet. But um, I, he's not somebody I was familiar with before that. Um, John Mulaney, you you uh, John Mulaney guy at all? John Mulaney is uh, he was a writer on SNL for a long time. Um, and he's been doing stand up for a pretty long time now. He looks very, very young. He's like our age. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, he's good. I like that guy a lot. I like John Mulaney. He's a got lot. a new one. No, he doesn't. Oh. He doesn't have a new one. Um, I think the newest one was from last year. But uh, he's got kind of a Mike Birbiglia delivery, kind of a kind of a yeah. Way he, he's got a he's the got pauses a, and, and yeah, and that. And he's a very he's very well spoken, and he's very uh, articulate, and he's kind of almost maybe has a little hint of femininity in there. That's probably sure. not a word. He's always he, got a suit and tie on. He he does. He dresses very well. He's a skinny little dude. Like he he's he and Mike Birbiglia both. I feel like. Um, are one are two of like maybe three people in the whole world that I could possibly beat up. Um, <laughs> but anyway, John, Mul- I love John Mulaney. Uh, so that's another one. Um, and there were there are two specials that two comedians combined on to do like shows, like they were like Broadway shows kind of. Um, and I loved all four comedians, especially three of the four. Uh, but there were two sets of two comedians that teamed up and did like performance shows like not necessarily stand-up sure. shows like skits or... yeah kind of yeah um and i loved both of those shows a lot and uh so i was gonna even see if you wanted to do one of those um what, who is it so but what we is get, it? well one of them is it's called oh hello and it's john mulaney and nick kroll 
Uh, and it's like a spinoff from uh, Nick Kroll had a show on Comedy Central for a couple seasons or whatever. And it was like a skit, a recurring skit they did on there. And they took it. They did like a they made it a Broadway show and they did it. And they were playing these two like old Jewish guys from from Brooklyn, I think, or something like that. And they did a whole show. Super, super funny. And I, I really like both of those guys. And then another one was just from last year, maybe even earlier this year was Steve Martin and Martin Short. Um, oh, I did, heard, a, yeah. did a thing yeah. together, and that was awesome. I'm a huge Martin Short guy. Um, so anyway, that was you know, and those are two like comedy legends. So uh, and they did a show together, and it was really really yeah. funny. So anyway, uh, if we want to do one of those at some point down the road, you know, in two weeks or three weeks or whatever, that's fine too. But we'll do uh, Dion Cole. Cole right, let's do Dion Cole. That sounds good. So right. Dion Cole, Cole Hearted. We're going to next week. I'm going to see if I can uh, if I can uh, scrum up a guest for us to have on and uh hopefully i will have access to my phone will allow facebook live to record for more than uh eight I, or ten seconds i should have uh i should have just dialed it up on mine I, and if we didn't last we didn't last no but. idea why it, it's no big deal we'll be as always we'll be uh on facebook live we'll try to be on facebook live next week 10 30 p.m uh and then on every other podcast platform Thursday morning, uh, iTunes, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Apple Podcast. I do this every time. Spotify. It's it's it. You know, wherever you listen to it. Uh, if if we're not there, let us know, and uh, we'll get our, we'll get us we'll get ourselves on there. So, Adam, I had fun today. So did I. It was a good one. That was nice. Yeah. 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 It was good. All right. Well, in that case, until next week. Don't forget to turn your headlights on.